<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on this special edition of Break It Down with Brian H, episode 220, I have the one and only Queen PR of those wrestling girls, and we are going to talk about the women of the Royal Rumble. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Y'all already heard the intro. <laughs> Queen PR, how you doing today? I am good. Thank it's you. Royal Rumble season, so I have nothing to complain about. So, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I had to have you on here. I know for a fact that this is your favorite pay-per-view. Um, it's one of the things I always heard you say on those wrestling girls, which um, y'all should already be subscribed to. Y'all should already be following. I mean, they are the premier wrestling show for all things women's wrestling. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. <laughs> it's very seldom to make my present my opinions as fact, but that's a fact. Um, but I've heard you say like the Royal Rumble is your favorite, and and it's like so cool because like your co-host, shout out to Krista B, would always say Survivor Series is her favorite. Yeah. And for me, in a markout stage, I actually had the opportunity to be you know the day after the Survivor Series, sit next to your co-host and enjoy Raw. And um, you know it's funny because I was actually like an aisle down from your twin. Um, oh, doing the pay per view, yeah, <laughs> and so, um, you know, so that was you know, obviously a great weekend getting the opportunity to be up there in New York. And I mean, y'all welcomed uh, us like royalty, <laughs> everybody Your came in there, family, yeah. So, um, but when, um, why the Royal Rumble? Like, why is that your favorite? When did it become your favorite? When did you realize it was your favorite? Um, I think. I always, as a wrestling fan, love the surprise element. Okay. Like, the the moments, like, that you can't, like, that that feeling. And, like, Royal Rumble is literally, like, the whole night is, like, you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know whose music's going to hit for the most part. Then there's so many, like, stories that are being told throughout the whole night and, you know, why certain people come out after certain people. And it's, for me, it just encapsulates like everything I love about wrestling. And I also love a, that, like, that's the pay-per-view you can kind of introduce non-wrestling fans to because it's just the shock value. Then you, you have your favorite because you see them, you know, lasting the whole night. And then you, you really don't know who's going to win. And you, from the crowd, you can tell certain things mean something. So it's just a fun pay-per-view altogether. And it's in January, my birthday month. So mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. So many, and what Roy Rumble always stood for in wrestling, like in WWE, yeah. I should say, where it's like, if you win, you're, you're about to go up. Yeah, shout out to you. You know, you just celebrated a birthday. Shout out to you. Um, I, I like what you said that it's the pay-per-view that you can introduce uh, non-wrestling fans to. Uh, a few years ago, it was the 2013 Royal Rumble. My god brother and I, we, we used to go to this place in Baltimore called Loafers. And that's where all the wrestling fans, like, that was like, you know, that was our legends, basically. And when I was like, yo... Oh, the rock is going to be here why don't you come on out like uh he's not beat it but you know he's going for the yeah. wwe championship and you know i know when, like me and him like 
we grew up. I mean, if you couldn't have told us at the time we weren't tag team champions, whether it was the video games or we was going for the titles. I mean, I'm talking like SmackDown 2 at SmackDown for PlayStation playing all hours of the night, you know, trying to win the belts from each other. So, but that he got out of it, but it was the Royal Rumble where he didn't get back into it necessarily, but he enjoyed it. And he was like, yo, I like that guy Dolph Ziggler. I like this wrestler. So, I, 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 you know, you brought up a good uh, point. What's your first first Royal Rumble memory? Stone Cold. Okay. <laughs> Stone well, which, Cold. Which one? <laughs> like, um, All of them have good memories to me, but mm-hmm. um, the first one that he won uh, is very memorable to me. And then the one, oddly enough, where Vince McMahon won, because like the whole Royal Rumble was about Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and Vince McMahon. And then that infamous gif of him checking his watch and it's just so many moments that I like, like I associate with him. Um, but then I got to say my favorite women's match of all time is the 2018, the first women's Royal Rumble for me personally, because I can watch that match every time and I get the same emotion every single time I watch it. So that that's what I think about when I think about like Royal Rumble in general. And so like what uh, makes it amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've read. Have you ever read Vince Russo's book? No. So you brought up the '97 Royal Rumble, and I remember reading his book, and he said that originally Bret Hart was supposed to win, but um, I think it was either, I think it was called WWF Mania at the time. It was like their magazine show they used to have on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. And they was doing the discussion. He said, well, who's supposed to win the Royal Rumble? I mean, who you think will win the Royal Rumble? And he said, Bret Hart. And Vince McMahon, like, chewed him out and said, you gave away the finish. He's like, everybody and their mother thinks Bret Hart's going to win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> because, you know, it was ultimately supposed to get back to Bret and Sean. But Sean right. Michaels faked the knee injury and all that. Now he lost his smile. I'm a Bret Hart guy. So <laughs> Me too. I'm reading his book right now. So, oh. I'm like. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, let me know what you think about it because that's like one of it's, my favorite. Uh, it's books. my third time reading it, and I oh. enjoy it the same. <laughs> the same because it's also like a history of wrestling too. Yeah. Um. So I I I enjoy it every single time. Yeah, and uh, you know, so like when he talked about that, he said that it was supposed to be like I said, it was supposed to be uh, Bret Hart, but they that's when they went with Austin, and I was like, oh wow, you know. And then like I said, I just got finished watching the '99 Royal Rumble. I still to this day remember coming home from school and my uncle Mike shout out to him rest in peace brought the tape and left like hey here you go here's uh, wrestling from last night um the, the the 2018 Royal Rumble when it happened I mean obviously you know um you know I remember you know just the excitement were you satisfied with the winner yes okay I was I was um I didn't like um Rhonda coming out right after and it's unfortunate what ended up happening to Oscar's um streak but that's another story um but I was I was fine with the winner I I was it didn't go out surprise and the 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 finish because you know my girl Nikki mm-hmm. so I like I just when I say I love that match like everything about that match is amazing to me I'm, I'm gonna do a real quick plug for Mac Mania. Shout out to Evan Mac. Uh, yesterday we had Sam Roberts on the show, um, and he said if he was booking, he would have Nikki Bella <laughs> uh, surprise everybody and win the Royal Rumble. Smart and then man. it would be her and Charlotte, 
at WrestleMania. And I was sitting there like, what he said, like, huh. And, and now, I, I, we'll get into predictions later. But it was interesting. Um, but um, I was uh, actually, so, you know, it's ironic that we had so many years without women's wrestling at the Royal Rumble. And the reason why I say that, because in the first Royal Rumble, the, it featured a, and granted it was on USA, it wasn't a pay-per-view yet, but it featured a women's tag team match. Matter of fact, for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Have you gone back and looked at that match? I have not. And okay. I am going to put that on my list of watch-alongs mm-hmm. um, to watch for the first time. Yeah. Because I'm just, that's amazing. Yeah, I was like, wow, like, you know, this is, like, pretty cool. Um, and I remember, like, reading about it, and I have the... Um, the box set of the DVDs. Uh, I was, I, 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 <laughs> and and I remember when I first got it, I like you know got excited. So I put in the first Royal Rumble. Um, it's it's amazing. Like WrestleMania, they knew was going to be a big deal, right? Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble was like, okay, let's just try this thing. And then you know it's just another one of Pat Patterson's genius moves. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I want, I want to go to the 1999 Royal Rumble. You know, let's talk about the women in the Royal Rumble. So in history, we have four women, you know, and it all started in 99. And you could say 2000, but 99 was obviously uh, where China entered the Royal Rumble. I would like to think if betting was a thing, right, <laughs> I would think she would have might not have been an odds on favorite, but she would have been like high, maybe in like the top five people, people would have picked. You know, yeah. I remember like, the discussions, you know, amongst the wrestling circles. And there was a few people picking China. What was your thoughts doing? When, like, watching it, mm-hmm. I, like, I was so shocked. Like, I, I was nine. Mm-hmm. So, and China, for me and my sister, shout out to King Letty. Like, shout out to her. Everything to us. And at that time, I, I re- recently rewatched it. At that time, China was, like, at her peak. She looked amazing. She was confident. And it was, I hate to use this word when talking about wrestling, but it was believable that she was in this match. And when she yeah, started eliminating facts. people, it was like, oh, yeah. And she was a contender. <laughs> like, it wasn't like, oh, this is cute. Like, no, China entered that shit as a contender. And then I watched the 2000s one, and I forgot that she was in that one, too. And it just it just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just, you brought that up because like when I was doing the research, I was like, wait, what? She she was in two thousand, and she actually did double duty that night because that's when her and Jericho entered the tag, um, the triple threat match as co Intercontinental Champions, and you know, um, it's unfortunate on you know everything that's had happened with her. May she rest in peace. But like, she was a true icon, yep. and you you just imagine. How, how she would have been, let's just say, because, you know, there's always, you know, according to Jim Ross, she didn't want to wrestle the women. She wanted to stay, you know, special, right? right. But, and, then, you know, we remember her her last match was with, if I'm not mistaken, with Lita in the ladder match. But can you just imagine how cool it would have been to see China with this roster? You know, I, I mean, China I and Charlotte Flair is the main event. China and Sasha Banks. China and Bianca Belair. <laughs> It's almost too heartbreaking for me to think about, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, because her story is so tragic. But yeah. at the time, like, you, how iconic was that? Like, at Royal Rumble, she was in the Royal Rumble, and she was in an Intercontinental Championship match. Yeah. 
like that's like iconic right there absolutely you know um you know drizzy uh 502 in on twitch says china would have at least won one you right. know of uh, the women's royal rumble totally and yeah, shout out to black wrestling i see them in the comments yeah shout out oh, to fam yeah. and uh davis as always always showing love uh make sure y'all check them out tomorrow um you know so uh but then you know beth phoenix comes in 2010 and i and i always looked at like when beth beth phoenix with which she dominated the ruthless aggression era it was china-esque very you know and it it was like you know and unfortunately like we was waiting for that dream matchup that we never got that was like we saw it coming which was her and karma who was also in the uh women's royal rumble right oh my god yes <laughs> you know and 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 like you know and um, you know fortunately we get to see beth phoenix actually she'll be competing this saturday it sounds so weird if i I'm know gonna... i gotta like yeah. remember i remember the 94 royal rumble being on a saturday uh only because i remember um i was going to my i was at my grandmother's house i feel like me and my dad was getting our haircuts and we was trying to hurry up at home get back home because we had ordered it and my neighbor by the time i got there he was also there um you know, he was all he was at my house already, so we could watch it. But I was just it was like different, like it was on a Saturday night. Shout out uh from power ups and power bombs. Yeah, love you too, bro. You know, um but yeah, you know, just just talk about you know Beth Phoenix and Karma, you know, and you know, your thoughts on them and you know their contributions to the Royal Rumble. Well, Beth to me was like like always ahead of her time for me. And that's why I'm so glad that she came back because she was so dominant. And another woman that was believable coming into the Rumble. And I mean, you know, you had the kissing thing, like, okay, but it was still really cool to see her do that. Then there was like that China mark in me was like, you know, I, I love that China was like the only one for a long time, but then it's like, you got to respect it. Um, mm -hmm. And then Karma for me was such in general, a lost opportunity, like, you know, her vignettes with the Barbie dolls, like, you know, just thinking about it, it's like, you know, they could have did so much more with that, but um, her and being in the Royal Rumble was like a pop. I was like, oh, wait, yes, are we doing this? Oh, okay. I love it. <laughs> Didn't it feel like they was getting ready to come out of the diva-esque era? Absolutely. Like, in 2012, it felt like we was like, now and and was this 2012? I'm trying to think who's in developmental. Um, Naomi's coming out of developmental around this time, and obviously Ariana or Cameron. Um, but I believe like Paige and AJ Lee may have been down there who were wrestlers. So it felt like we was getting ready to come out of it, you know. Shout out to Andre uh watching, but it's just you know, obviously she got pregnant and I stay out of women's business when it comes to that because you know that something I can never understand. Like you know, how do you rebound from you know everything? But it's like you, it you just shows how far women's wrestling has come. Mm -hmm. as well, just even talking about the karma situation because you have Becky Lynch bragging on live TV that she goes and breastfeeds her daughter and she gets on stage and she cuts a promo and she goes back and takes care of her daughter. So it just shows you how far things have come. Yeah. How you, uh, uh, I'm put you on a hot seat. How, how do you feel about Becky Lynch? <laughs> you trying to get me. You 
So you know me, Brian. Uh huh. The women, like, it's very hard for me to say anything negative because I'm always going to try to amplify the value that they bring to the table. And like, Becky is one of the greatest to me. Um, I don't think she needs the championship. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, give other people a chance. You know what I mean? Like, you're at that point where you don't need it. And now I like the underdog Becky. So, the big time Bex for me, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love it when she comes out. It, like, makes me happy and shit. But I'm a little over it. Her and Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte, too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, yeah. I just want to see other people have a chance with the championship. I think for me, here's what I say about Becky. She's so good at her job. Very. Because she's made me, like, ugh, somebody beat her. And for my six-year-old who will be seven on Monday, <laughs> she can't stand Becky. Mm. Like before we got on the air, she's sitting up there going through. She's like, Dad, did you know Bianca Belair did the uh obstacle course with Bailey? She's like, Look, watch, watch. I was like, I, I watched this when it aired. <laughs> but it's like so cool. Like you always talk about representation, you know, to see her like go like going, she's literally been on. The Bianca Belair YouTube rabbit hole today. Oh, um, I love it. And so, and but I'm looking at like now Charlotte. I'm like okay with because if the rumors are true that she wanted to put Bianca over, but they wanted her to still have the belt, that makes me feel good because it feels like okay, she wants to do business. You yeah. know, yeah. um, like she even said when she was being interviewed by Renee Phuket, why hasn't she had a program with Naomi? Mm-hmm. You know, like. And I, that's something I would love to see. It would be that would probably be like my dark horse to win the Royal Rumble would be Naomi. Um, uh, yeah. And it was like, oh, y'all gonna get her going again. But you know, I I, I just I had to ask you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I I, I I definitely like your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know, because if you say one negative thing about someone you like, mm-hmm. their fans just are insane. Oh, I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> you like, look, fuck it. <laughs> look, Public Enemies tweeted the thing the other day about what's the wrestling opinion. And I said, I, I, Batista's overrated. And, you know, people came at me. Man. That is shocking. Oh, I, but I'm not going to like send you death threats over it. I, I'm, I was, I liked them. And, and I think it was more because I was tired of Triple H as the champion. Mm hmm. And then afterwards, it was like, you know, when it got to Batista versus Undertaker, Undertaker, you know, and it maybe maybe it's the whole Baltimore DC thing. I I, I got I got I like wait, I what's tolerate. the Baltimore DC thing? Oh, it's like oil and water. <laughs> oh, okay. oh yeah, it's like it's like Jersey, like from what I understand, New York and New Jersey a lot of times. Oh yeah, don't yeah. don't lump us together. That's how that like Baltimore <laughs> isn't a part of DMV. DMV is the lower part of Maryland. And the upper part of Virginia and DC. It was like, no, we ain't part of that. We our own entity. Uh but you know, um, yeah, we don't really have much DC can brag they got a former world champion. I mean, we had Rich Swan <laughs> and Stacy Keebler. We we cleaned them from Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> like, technically Stacy Keebler is from Laurel, which is actually a part of DMV, but she was claiming Baltimore. Yeah, so just claim it. <laughs> we, we claim Stacy Keebler, but um, yeah, <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, so 
You know, um, we was talking about the 99 Royal Rumble, right? And I, I'm a huge, I was a huge Sable fan. And, you know, I was looking at the match with her and Luna. And it's different watching it after watching Luna's Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, it's you know? very different. See, at the time, because I was so young, mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate Luna. Right. Like I, I was a Sable fan, as we all were. I like boobs. So, <laughs> like, it is what it is. So, um, I didn't appreciate Luna. But then as I got older and I learned more about, like, wrestling history and, like, how she came from a wrestling family and how being the women's champion was, like, her lifelong dream and how... And I listened to um, the Sable episode of um, Something to Wrestle With. Yeah. And that's what made me rewatch that match and be like, oh. And then the Dark Side of the Ring. And I was like, oh. And then, mm-hmm. oh, we'll get to it. But... Just how unhappy she was when they did the um, bikini contest, yeah, or lingerie contest. I think the next um, year. Oh I no, think it was the ne- was it the next year? I went in a Royal Rumble rabbit hole, but um, oh, that would have been so. That would have been the Miss Royal Rumble contest. Yeah, yeah, and um, the infamous May Young. She hated doing yeah. that shit. She. <laughs> Um, talking about Luna. Uh, yeah. I think Young had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you watch that live? Which no. The Miss um, Ray Rumble. Mm-mm. Because I'm trying to remember if like I if her they showed her. Oh no, I had to take like a. No, they okay. showed it. Yeah, they they. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I remember when I watched it. I was like, Okay, so then my sister, who's two years younger than me, she will watch wrestling with me here and there. Um, like she could she could remember stuff from the attitude there, and of course, she'll send me like a gif or a video. Remember this? And I said, Look, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like looked at her face. Um, it's always funny when you do that, like when you know something, especially in wrestling, when you know something that's gonna happen. Um and to see somebody who didn't see it, and Love see it. Reacts, my um, favorite thing in the world. It was one of my favorite things. Um, my little cousin, he was born in '98. Matter of fact, he was born the day after the go home raw for King of the Ring when Edge made his debut. Why do I still remember that? I don't know, but um, <laughs> so it was the, the King of the Ring before with the, the night came first talked, um, on Raw when he first talked, and he said, you know, against Stone Cold. So later on, like in 2000, it was the day we went to the Ravens parade. And I said, hey, Mike, you know, why don't you watch this clip? And it was the it's me, Austin. Right. So it was like the higher power. And I'm just sitting there in the other room, just watching his face. And, you know, you remember like Vincent Mann comes up there and he's like, Shane, I'm going to eat my bowl of weeds. <laughs> and he was like, it's me, Austin. <laughs> to see my little cousin's face. And see, this is the thing, like, me and Dwayne talked about this the other day on, uh, um, we talked about this the other day on, uh, l- last week on the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. Certain things you just had to experience. Right. You know, you can sit up there and be like, um, oh yeah, this happened, this, this, that, and the other. Like, I always say, these ruthless aggression babies, they always got something to say. Like, oh, that two there was overrated. But what they don't remember is they wasn't going to school having these conversations. Right. You know, they wasn't going to school or picking up the phone. Did you just see what happened on Raw? Like, you know, I always say, like, I kind of wish, like, sometimes I wish I was more of a, um, like, a, 
a young adult like in college during that time because imagine like i didn't get i never went to a show during the attitude era so being able to like have my own money and go to the show like that would have been so much imagine that that atmosphere like if you could drink like, if I was old enough to drink during the Addison era, I probably would have showed my Shawn Michaels one time would have asked me to pull my fucking shirt up, and it would have been a wrap. Yeah. I would have been a hot-ass mess. That used to be the Attitude era fucked us up. Yeah, I, I love the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and so I always, like, man, like, imagine just how, like, like cool that would have been. Um, you know, but, yeah, I was, like I said, I was going down, you know, it's just, Looking at, you know, I, I wrote down, like, all the matches. We ain't going to go over all of them. But, you know, I was just, you know, wanting to make sure I had, like, all the women's matches listed. Um, You know, I was, you know, you did talk about the <laughs> the Miss Rumble contest, you know. But just two years later, we got to see Trish Stratus and Jet. Well, actually, before we get there, China and Ivory, you yeah. know. And we talked about China, 99, Men's Royal Rumble, 90, uh, 2000, Intercontinental Match. Uh, men's Royal Rumble 2001, you know, she in a match with Ivory, which to me, I remember that was the, um, unfortunately, the last Royal Rumble I watched with my grandmother. And I remember being disappointed, like, yo, what the heck? Like, you know, her losing, obviously, yeah. now understanding the payoff was at WrestleMania, yeah. but, you know, it, it was unfortunate. But you could see China, like, I remember as uh, guys, and you know, school like, no, China hot. <laughs> well, she looked great. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when you know when people get a lot of plastic surgery, and it's like, you know, it's like two years where it's like they look great. Like, I wish like she would have did nothing else because she looked so good. Yeah. Like, and she was confident and happy, and I think you could see it. Yeah, you know, and man she uh, it's but i see i was okay with ivory winning because well see no i'm lying not at the time i was devastated but now being 32 and knowing more about the wrestling business i'm like if ivory was doing the right to censor thing at the time yeah. it was like yeah because like i hated them that fucking <laughs> entrance music Oh my goodness! That I was, was the like, worst. oh my god! My sister and I were watching. I, I had to mute it. I was just because I like I like hearing the crowds. Our crowds are like, uh, but I was like, okay, that's why. And like you said, the payoff was was WrestleMania. But yeah, well, you know, but... I think China is, is China Miss Royal Rumble. Ooh, and Shawn Michaels is Mr. Royal Rumble. No, I think Xavier Woods should be honest. Who's Mr. Royal Rumble? Uh, that, so technically, nobody. I would. I would have to go with Stone Cold because he's the first three-time winner. Um, yeah. You know, they give Shawn Michaels Mr. WrestleMania. Uh, personally, I think it's Macho Man. Um, mm, I, 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 I that think... is a... Oh, that's a spicy <laughs> conversation! Well, you think about WrestleMania 3, 4... Wait, what's that? WrestleMania 3, 4... Mm, maybe not five. Yeah, no. WrestleMania three, four, five, seven, and eight. He had the best matches. Valid. You know, point. matches of the night. You could make probably make an argument for two. Not really. I mean, he's raced with George Animal Steel at WrestleMania two. <laughs> but there's so many Ro- WrestleManias now. Yeah. Could be mo- like I feel like it's gonna be Roman. <laughs> Roman's already broken Hogan's record. I think yeah. for consecutive WrestleMania main events. I think Kofi needs a WrestleMania, like a Royal Rumble, like 
honorable mention or something because yeah definitely he just does things that i'm just like what how the fuck yeah <laughs> and I, I i like it because then you know you got to the point you start looking forward to it and, yeah it, pressure. And the crowd like it, the crowds get going and for you to be able to maintain like concentration for the stuff that he was doing and it's like it's a it's a low risk high reward because it's like right he's not gonna win anyway right, right. you know but like even last year um like my wife's a teacher right and one of the things she did she was like hey get off that clip when naomi and bianca was working together because you had these two oh, black women that. working together and what was so cool about it was the fact that you saw everything that naomi was doing I mean, out throughout all these years, she always found that way. So, like, she found her spot. But I hope, you know, I, I honestly, I wouldn't bet on Kofi winning a Royal Rumble. No. Um, but I would love to see Naomi get one. Probably won't be this year, but I would definitely love to see her get one. So, you know, she wouldn't just be used just for spots. Right. You know what would be cool is how they did with Bianca, where she was kind of the star of the 2020 Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then they she had momentum going through that whole year. And then when she won in 2021, it was kind of like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, th- like they always have these windows of time to push mm-hmm. Naomi, and they never take advantage of it. But this could be it. Like, we could literally be like, can't believe Naomi didn't, like, really be like, shit, she should have won, and then really build for, like, next year. You could tell I've been reading Bret Hart's book because <laughs> I was, like, planning storylines a year in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's one of the things we gotta we as wrestler fans gotta support you know yeah Um, shout out to jabari of the Nah group nation of african-american wrestling um we was talking about you know you got these companies like terminix right but then you also have like the wrestlers you know and supporting the wrestlers you know um we was talking about like people like amber rodriguez and shalance royale the woe you know making sure we support them because you know especially us as black wrestler fans um yeah. i did a podcast yesterday uh the delvin cox experience and uh it'll air in a couple of weeks but one of the things he said like whispering the resurgence of black wrestler fans and black podcasters i said i don't think it's necessarily been a resurgence a surge it's that in some cases we found each other right. and made our voices louder right. um there's also cases where like we've always been here, but now you know when you put us in a group together, look out, right? Yes. <laughs> As opposed, to like when we apart because like you making noise over there, I'm making noise over there, we can say the same thing. But who's hearing it? But it's like we come together, we're ten times louder, and that's one of the things that's been happening. We've been able to do that, and you know, I think that you know, it's obviously it always takes more than just Twitter and giving Naomi a chance. Yeah, that works, but. It really goes to merch and crowd reactions, yep. you know. And if we can continue to do that, I that think that maybe up. we can get that moment for her. It worked for you know WrestleMania 33. She had that moment, you know, and it was amazing. It was, I was just gonna say it was amazing. That's when mm-hmm. that weird thing about wrestling, where sometimes injuries can like work better for you, because I feel like if she didn't get injured that year, she would have lost to that Benia as opposed to re- like getting it back. And then it was in her hometown. Yeah. Like, it was perfect. Uh, so, I'm glad we talked about that, because, um, like, I mean, I know y'all did y'all spotlight. Make sure y'all check that out on those Wrestling Girls uh, Twitter, I mean, um, podcast feed, and on their YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. You should be subscribed already. But <laughs> one of the things that, like, so I remember rooting that she didn't win, because 
again, mm. we're as wrestling fans, we're programmed to a lot of times think about, okay, well, if it doesn't happen, it will happen at WrestleMania. And like you just said, because it didn't happen, because it happened there, maybe she would have lost it, you know? So, yeah. like, obviously, I'm never rooting for nobody to get injured. And I was sad for her. But when I found like, oh, wait, she's going to be back? Oh, man. And, you know, I was there. That was, I shed a tear <sighs> when that happened. <laughs> like, I was just like, I remember, like, you know, when she got that win, it was amazing. And because a lot of people thought that, if you remember, a lot of people thought that match was going to get taken off the card. And the one thing I'm happy WWE did was because it was so late, you know, that was the, that was like the first of that five hour WrestleMania. Cause I remember gotcha. Taker and Roman and we got out of there. We, I, when I got up with Corey and Glenn, it was like one o'clock. Um, yeah. But one of the things I remember, if you remember like with Undertaker and Bray Wyatt, the reason why to me that match felt flat was because it was light outside. Like if it would have been on the East Coast or been in the dome, we could have got the darkness and the the fireflies and all that. So I'm glad like WWE learned their lesson and put that match at the end of the card so we could see the glow and yeah. everything that Nate comes with Naomi's presentation. Right. Oh, great point. Great point. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking about how cool the entrance ramp looked and the, uh, was that the really long one? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the one. It was the roller coaster, and I okay. remember hearing. I remember Goldberg coming out, and I was like, "I've never heard this part of his song." Well, so the first match was Austin Aries and um, I'm about to call him Pac it, Neville, and I remember holding my phone, recording it, and it was like one minute and forty seconds for him to one of them to get to the ring. That shit was long as fuck. Who normally yeah. runs to the ring? Oh, John Cena. Yeah. And I was like, you gonna run this? Like, you really with, okay? With, with Nikki Bella. Yes. And and all we kept thinking about that whole night was like, dog, Taker's gonna be when when they announced that Goldberg and when they said the following contest is for the WWE Universal Championship, everybody looked at each other and said, they're closing with Roman and Taker. This is probably Taker's last match. And what happened was we all like looked at each other and then we was like, yo, when Taker come out here, it's going to take forever. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> they, they lifted him from the middle. <laughs> right. Like, get your ass the ring. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh boy. Yup, so yup, this is it. Uh, you know, but um, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, let's move back to the Royal Rumble. Um, yes. 2002 we got to see trish stratus versus jazz and and this is early trish stratus i'm reprogramming y'all to not just look at me but see me for the wrestler you know she had the match she won the um title at survivor series she had a you know successful title defense against um i'm looking right at her jacqueline's uh and and that was where like jacqueline kind of like you know accepted her and said you know, put her over, put over and respected her. And then she had the match with Jazz, which, you know, it's kind of a shorter match compared to, you know, and it's unfortunate, you know, it's Jazz is somebody who really, you know, I, I will say I was more of a Trish fan. So I, you know, Jazz was the heel. So I rooted against her, but. And we were programmed to root for Trish. Yeah. You, bingo. You know, it, it, <laughs> I would say this, this, I might get some heat. 
But like when everybody was, oh man, I was a big fan. This that, and the other. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and say I was. You know, <coughs> I will become and obviously later on respect her work. But during the height when she was the top heel, I was rooted against her. You know, I had a opportunity to meet her. Uh, when I was working with RCW here in Baltimore before they disbanded, and it was the matter of fact that was the last show. And just having a conversation. I mean, then at dinner, like we talked about scandal. <laughs> like, yo, I'm like really talking scandals like with jazz, and it, it was She's amazing. So uh, approachable. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get a chance to like meet her, but we had her on the show. Yeah, and um, and it was amazing because we did. Like, did her daughter come on too? Like she said hi. Yeah, for like yeah. a second, I think. Yeah, yeah. But we did like a spotlight episode of her career first, and then mm. ended it with the interview. So it was so amazing to oh, like already be gushing about jazz because like you said like later on i appreciated jazz's work but at the time i was a trish stratus fan Mm -hmm. um but one thing that i was able to tell jazz which i really appreciated was like i feel like she made trish a wrestler bingo like you brought that physicality out of her and trish has spoken highly of her matches with jazz and it just goes to why i hate that revisionist history of wwe because they act like trish only had one you know, substantial feud. And it's like, she had other fucking feuds, including jazz. And, and Victoria. I mean, could we be honest and right. say those are probably better feuds than she had with Lita? No I honestly can agree. And when you really think back on it, they have crafted this narrative of the Lita and Trish feud, but mm-hmm. that's a whole... <laughs> that's a whole other show. Situation. <laughs> um, but... I like her matches with Jazz more like at Survivor Series and like her triple threat matches and stuff with Jazz. But I do love that there was a women's championship match at Royal Rumble. And like yeah. you said, like Trish is earning that title. You know, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and you know, a lot of the, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we could, you know, move on to like the Ruthless Aggression era. You know, I, I, I was looking at like some of the matches, right? You had like Mickey... James and Ashley, you know, and that was obviously to set up like the Mickey and Trish feud, uh, Beth Phoenix and Melina, Mickey James and Michelle McCool, Eva and uh, Eva, Eve Torres and defeating like Nat- Natalie, Natalia, Layla and Michelle McCool. And, you know, a lot of those matches during that diva era, I know like people love their ruthless aggression era, yeah. but a lot of those women's matches was lost in the shuffle unfortunately you know and like a tori wilson and don marie like no shade but <laughs> but like i don't when Don's, when her father died quote unquote see it was like but we weren't talking about the match mm-hmm. we're talking about the ridiculous storyline around it and this was like sort of the time where i was like teetering off of it at like okay during that time I was like 13 I was in high school <laughs> and um <laughs> and I was like kind of teetering off of it so I I don't know I, I I didn't catch on to the new era of women very okay. easily at this time so this match for me was just like meh Mickey James and Ashley not bad mm-hmm. you know um you know, and I think, you know, one, it does, like, it was cool to see a Beth Phoenix, you know, during this era, get into the mix. You know, it was cool to see, um, you know, Karma get into the mix with the men's because of that, you know. Yeah. But then, like, you know, when we get to the uh, the PG era, you know, 
we start to see the Bella twins. And, you know, obviously them going against Paige and Natalia. I think that's a group. And, and I know, like, I always love, like, y'all discussion on the Bella twins. Because I think, I don't think they get the respect uh, that they deserve. Um, because, like, people, uh, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, they're getting pushed because they look good or whatever. But going in there, getting in the ring, it is hard to take a bump. Right. I, I've done it literally once. <laughs> oh, my God. Nah, <laughs> I Kudos, because I don't think now, I could. It, it hurts. It's That's why I will not use the F word. Um, <laughs> I don't have the license to use the F word. If somebody else says it to me, by all means, that's a wrestler. Like, um, me and my former manager, when I was working at my previous job, we went to Amber's match because we was in the same town. And I kept saying, you can't call this fake. And, you know, it was funny because, like, she's sitting there like, wow. So the funniest story, she saw, like, the wrestlers in the boots. She goes, are those knee boots? And I'm like, no, they're wrestler boots. <laughs> now, as a wrestler fan in a wrestler bubble, I always just see him as wrestling boots and kick pads, right. or whatever. I'm like, she really just said they need boots. What? Oh. Wait a minute. That's adorable. <laughs> I was like, I never looked at it like that. And I still I won't, but never. it was just hilarious. Right. Yeah, that's it's to think some people are outside of the wrestling but we're like, wow, that exists. Yeah. <laughs> Something wrong with them, not us. Right. <laughs> but it's so, you know, but you know, yeah, so they, I always give credit more respect. Yeah, to the Bellas, you know, that's why I always love that y'all do that. Um yeah. because, you know, quite frankly, they they deserve it and I wouldn't be mad if they had another run. I think I those tag titles I think those tag titles may, you know, would look good on their resume. What you think? I think everybody <laughs> watching this knows what I think. <laughs> Okay, because, and the only reason I'm saying that, not because I am a proud member of the Bella Army, but Nikki's last run was probably her best, wrestling-wise. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it gets kind of sh- overshadowed because of Breeze botches during that run, but, like, that, she, like, toured, she did a couple European tours after um, Evolution and everything, and, like, she was having some of her best matches. So that's why I'm like, no, she has another run in her. Like, I'm not just saying this because, like, whatever. And I think Brie, if you train harder this time when you come back, like, they should definitely have another run. And they're this type of special attraction, Hall of Famers as well, that yeah. can come in and do, like, a four-month storyline and leave. And I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. can do that. Like, they don't got to, like, be on the road and shit. Like, come in and do a little spicy. Hold the titles from a pay-per-view to another pay-per-view, you know? You know, totally. and one of the things about Brie that... um. You know, the reason why I'm never, like, getting on about the run, I mean, she came back after having a baby. Right. And I don't know, like, what it's like, obviously. And, you know, trying to regain that time and that confidence. So I commended her, you know, and people's going, I'm like, y'all, be easy. Like, dog, she just had a baby. Like, y'all, especially, you know, the internet wrestler fan in his mama's basement on his keyboard and eating his donuts and that, you know. Uh, I'm shaming them because they shame other people, not because their situation. Right. So, um, but let me ask you this: Are you gonna get the the, the divas title, the Bella's divas title? Um, I oh yeah, that's on my list. That's like on okay. my wish list. Yeah, <laughs> I want more belts, but mm-hmm. I don't have the space right now. Okay, so that's on my list. What my like 
hidden gem, like what I want more than anything in the world though, and I'm just, I always speak into the universe is the evolution belt. Brian. <laughs> make that happen for me. But I, wish, I do want the Bella belt. If, if, if there was a way, like if they had like, they gotta have one or two just that sitting around. Gorge, like it's beautiful. I, 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 I remember when our good friend Corey got his and... <gasps> <laughs> so jealous of him. He, he, he hit me. He hit me up. Was like, bro, I think I'm gonna get it. I said, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> duh. Know? And and like, you know, when he uh, let me hold it, I was like, this is like, they should really use this. Like, if there was, if you didn't want to like bounce back between the two shows, that would be the ultimate Ooh. title. You know, I, I I would love to see an evolution too. Um. <laughs> But back to Roy Rumble and the Bella Twins really quickly is mm -hmm. I think and one thing I like and why you know we love Trish is because we literally watched her grow as a wrestler as a performer. This I think it's the same thing with the Bella Twins. Like you know taking on Paige and Natalia is not like an easy feat. Like those are wrestlers, wrestlers. Mm -hmm. So I think just to see how they were able to elevate their style, like even when Sasha Banks and them started coming through in like you know 2015, 2016, it's like you can see that everybody stepped their game up. Yeah. During that time, and it's like I take that into consideration. And it right here, you know, just to see that like everybody stepping their game up. Um, you know, as we get ready get into the uh, now era, um, you know, I mean, Charlotte Flair, <laughs> well, you know, 2016, you know, successfully defends the title against Becky Lynch. The following year against Bailey, you know, just back to back, and then you know, obviously she would win a Royal Rumble, which. Uh, wasn't too happy about that one you know um the 2020 royal rumble is like as it's actually the you know unfortunate two-year anniversary of the death of kobe bryant but the 2020 royal rumble like i watched it literally like just hurt um so like even edge who's like one of my favorites i couldn't yeah. even like i was it was, uh, it was hard Edge is back yeah you know but yeah, I, I, my um, sister was on our way to legends and um we found out like literally walking out the door wow. and she's a, she's a Kobe fanatic. Um, and she was like, that's why we got along. So yeah, well. <laughs> like fanatic. And she was like, I don't think I want to go. And I was just like, like, you know, no, we, we should go. And Sasha Banks didn't show up. So I was like, it was just a sad night. <laughs> she, and what, Charlotte what winning just, she didn't show. I don't remember. Like I was so excited because she wasn't in the room before Mm -hmm. um, because she had her match with uh, Ronda Rousey, which I, I really want to talk about. And then she wasn't in it for 2020. She just didn't show up. And I remember um, Santina, m m whatever, <laughs> fucking showed up, I think. And I, I, it You're was just sad. like, whatever. Um, I, I that was such a letdown at WrestleMania 25 when Santina was Miss WrestleMania. Oh. Uh, <laughs> such a letdown. <laughs> like really yeah really. Oh, oh my goodness but see uh, let wwe tell it and that's one of the most memorable moments of like and it's like no no yeah but yeah you know um but yeah you know let's get right into that match ronda and and sasha i i didn't appreciate it at the time but mm -hmm. i think that's Definitely one of Ronda Rousey's best matches in WWE, like by far. And it was really good. And Sasha fucking brought that shit out of her. It reminded me of like 
William Regal like showing like, oh, you want to be a wrestler, huh? Okay, <laughs> we're going to do this. And why I always had respect for Ronda's run because Ronda kept up. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I don't know what you think of that match. No, no. I, 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 see, this is why I like, you know, talking, wrestling with you, because it's always an intelligent perspective, right? Um, like, if you look at the wrestling realm, it says wrestling realm, um, superior wrestling intellect, right? And, that, and that's the conversations we like to have, not just yeah. sitting up here trolling. There's room for opinion, but then there's also right. room to look at it, like, from a logical standpoint, where there's obviously wrestling isn't always logical but where logic can be applied and you know i did th- i thought you know i mean w- you look at ronda rousey she's money everything she was on espn and all the big companies was covering so it was important yeah. for her to be there and you know and i thought she did a good job working with the ladies not trying to go out and prove i'm this sort of tough woman wasn't yeah. afraid to take a bump like we hear about kurt angle he said before he didn't understand the business, well, I can't lose, you know. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see Ronda get her, you know, shoulders pinned to the mat a few times. Yeah. But I also understood the story, right. long-term booking, you're trying to build Becky. So this is the way you do it and have her, even though it was a weird pin, <laughs> pin Ronda, <laughs> um, which to me looked like it was done that way to leave it open I for agree. another match. More so that than a botch. Maybe I'm being too optimistic. But I want to believe that too, Brian. So let's just say <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, let's, let's because let's. I'm pretty sure WWE is always gonna want it open because mm-hmm. Becky and Ronda was money, and we never got that singles match. Right, we really didn't. Yeah, and, and you, you tend to like forget. You know, we're supposed to get it, but I, I look at that match with Sasha. Now, I wasn't the biggest Sasha Banks fan. Didn't hate her. Rooted for it when necessary. When she was purple hair, <laughs> Sasha. I felt like a lot of times I was like, man, she was just moving too fast. Like, boom, 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 boom. But when she came back, ooh, she had the blue hair. Uh, my boy Blake would say the blue hair angel. To me, she was on eight levels more. Like, she went from good to legendary. Like, uh, she just... Don't get me started Oh, Sasha Banks. This will become a fucking Sasha Banks. <laughs> like that, that mental Shit. break was needed. Oh, and, 100,000%. And that we can learn from her. Like, sometimes to be at your best. Like, I respect what y'all did when y'all took time off from a fan standpoint. It's man, hard. Like, but then, you know, from a, a family perspective, it's like, do that. So that when you take the time off, because I've had, I've had to do it. And it allows you to say, all right, I'm gonna come back 10 times stronger, you know. So when I look at um that match, I think what, what was hard to watch is not hard to watch, but again, watching wrestling for so long, you tend to know which way things are gonna go, right? So it's like when you you kind of know eh, she's not winning this, but when you take that side out of it and just appreciate the contest and the art and the, the storytelling, it makes it more fun. And I would love to see Sasha get her win back. You know, so I, I think I think a lot of people owe Sasha wins. <laughs> I oh, pff, line it up. <laughs> uh, but what I love about Sasha's growth and evolution, and like, and what I love about wrestling is, like you said, when she came back, she's a legend. When Ronda Rousey comes back now, she Sasha is now that top star that Ronda has to work with. 
if mm-hmm. not before Becky, after Becky, whatever the case, is one of those things where like like it's up to that point. Like Sasha didn't get a feud with Ronda Rousey until you know how long after Ronda was there. But now I feel like like Sasha's month, like you know, she's at that point where it's like, yeah, she's she gonna need that feud with Sasha too. Yeah. And I'm sure and Rhonda only had the best things to say about Sasha because she also respected. And that's why they didn't need a story. The storyline was, you know, I got to prove myself to Sasha Banks to show mm. you, you know, that was, what was it. You know, it's not like Sasha yep. was the heel of the match. Like, it was really like, okay, like, I, you know, I want to show you I can do this. And, okay. <laughs> <Sasha Banks. laughs> no, I mean, you know, uh, shout out to TZ coming in. Shout out to TZ. Make sure y'all check him out. All his projects. He was just on Wrestling for the Culture a few nice. uh, episodes ago. Make sure y'all know he on that AEW album celebrating Black hey. history. So really excited about that. Uh, and I mean, y'all heard his music, you know, from Sammy Guevara to so many others. So make sure y'all support him. Um, you know, I, I, let's stick with Sasha, though. Let's jump up a couple years when you know, she was successfully defeated Carmella because that's a feud that was so entertaining. I think a lot of people tend to forget because we was. So here was the thing about Sasha's title reign for me, right? Okay. Every match felt like she could lose. So you get hooked, right? So I remember we was on, um, we have went away to, um, we went away on vacation the night of, uh, shoot, what was that pay-per-view? Wherever she wrestled Oscar. Mm-hmm. And she beat Oscar to win the championship, but not really win the championship. But I remember watching it and just being like, man, I really because I wanted her and Bailey to have that. Like to me, I know people aren't old things, right? Yeah. But to me, god dang it, they was yeah. old to have all four of those titles, four belts, yeah. because they carried mm-hmm. us through the pandemic. Roman did his thing, but we gotta remember Roman didn't come till August. You know, Drew was Drew. He did his thing. <laughs> um, and I think most of us was just happy because he beat Lesnar and took the title off of him. But before all of that, when they first went to the Thunderdome or into the Performance Center, it was Sasha and Bailey. So, like, when she finally beat Bailey, that first match she had felt like she could lose. Like, man, because we knew every time she never successfully defends the title. And then, like, as she started racking up those wins, and like I said, this one against Carmella, it was like, wait a minute, she might go to WrestleMania with the strap. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what's so awesome about Sasha mm-hmm. and her evolution is, like, she could lose on this big night. Like, yeah, like, yeah, she could win the title two weeks ago and lose it tonight. And then you add that with the artistry of her matches, it's mm-hmm. like, so you're literally always, like, I remember, I will always say, like, when I first got back into watching wrestling every week, like, I can't miss a Sasha Banks match. Yeah. Like, it's it's a spectacle. Like, you want to watch it. And you don't want to miss anything. But can we also talk about, and I loved her feud with Carmella, by the way. I'm a Carmella fan as well. And I think mm. she's severely underrated for, like, she's, like, uh, tell her reading brothers but a, a good worker because <laughs> no matter what you put her in we're going to be watching like she has a good enough fan base where we're going to be watching she's good on the mic she can wrestle and she also gets better every time i don't know if you noticed that about carmella like she's very mm-hmm. dependable that way and i'm just like yo we should really give carmella i mean our truth and carmella was so entertaining right. you take two people 
who that's what they do. You give them something, they make it work. Yeah. Like, what has R Truth done that's failed? Like the little right. Jimmy. I had a little Jimmy shirt. I was wearing that in school <laughs> in college. That's the way. He was right there. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and it was just hilarious that you but would just turn it on. Baby face and a heel. Uh-huh. You know, and just to see, like, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't give Carmella her flowers. Yeah. I, I, any chance I get, I, I, I always do. Because I'm like, she should. I mean, she's had a, she's had a chip. Like, and don't get me wrong. She's mm-hmm. had a championship run. She's first, you know, two-time Money in the Bank winner. So I'm not going to say her act like Charlotte. I mean, Carmella ain't have her moments. But I do feel like I can, you know, see more from her. And her feud with Sasha was super fun. I love Remember it. the night she cashed in? Uh, <laughs> I love it. But what I loved when she carried it, though, is that she always would do, like, these fake, you know, she would be like, oh. So I, I like, I was like, <laughs> So, so we we always talk about like knowing things and knowing what we know now, right? Yeah. So I gotta ask you, knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. are you okay with Charlotte going over after Oscar won the first Royal Rumble? Are you okay with Carme- knowing that Carmella was gonna get that opportunity? Are you okay with Oscar losing at WrestleMania? No. So you would have rather her cash in on Oscar and Oscar only having two days? Oh. See, that's the that like that's the only thing like yeah 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 you're right to me it like it just makes more sense unless you pull the Seth Rollins right where she comes in cashes it in at WrestleMania but then you know WrestleMania is all about not well pay per views in general you don't want to stack up too many moments right right. so like I was sitting there like I was first thing my first thought was Lita and Charlotte I'm like man why aren't we getting Lita and Charlotte at the Royal Rumble that would make sense. Then Dwayne's like, like, Bob, he's like, yo, but if you do that, now they have to go against Seth and Roman, which is, mm. you know, a match. But then they also got to go against the dream match of Bobby and Brock. Mm. Do you really want to put that on that card? Because, like, Lita's a legend. Charlotte's obviously going to be a legend. So you're crowding it, too. I said, yeah, that's, that's how we bounce off each other. Yeah, <laughs> you that, know, so it's like... Point. You know, knowing like, okay, WrestleMania in New Orleans, we probably would have forgotten. You know, up until last year, I thought that was one of, that was a top four match for me, Charlotte and Oscar at WrestleMania. Like, to me, that was the greatest women's WrestleMania match until last year. Um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. But now looking at him, like, since Carmella was going to get her run, I'd rather that yeah. Oscar had been saved right. for later. I you agree. know, but totally you know, with you know, we we look at WrestleMania and you know the Royal Rumble. So, wait, Charlotte, okay, with Charlotte won. That was twenty twenty. Yeah, she did win. So you know, the women are three and one. Um, which I thought Charlotte winning was. I thought I didn't like it at the time, right? Because it felt like all right, everybody felt it should have been Shayna Baszler. It was just obvious. You know, this is like one yeah. of the times, like, okay, Shayna, in my opinion, should have beat Becky right. for the title. But I think what I hated even more due to COVID, we missed out on a great opportunity for a great story with Charlotte mm-hmm. and Rhea Ripley. I agree. You know, you think about Raymond J. Stadium, Charlotte's talking about she's used to it and how Rhea 
she's gonna have to step her game up. I just think we I hate that we missed out on that great story. I agree. And her being Raya did like it uh, anyway. Charlotte <laughs> when it was trash. Um, well, remember, I and, thought it was a visa issue though. I mean that could have been it. Yeah, I thought that I could have been it. I we just, didn't see Rhea for a while, and I think with the COVID true. and everything going on. I think that's what it was. I think that's the reason why they went that way. I don't know. Yeah, and Charlotte's I'm... the safety, but I feel like Charlotte is one of those people you don't need this right now. Royal Rumble mm-hmm. has always meant to me to mm-hmm. be a stepping stone for the next, like someone who needs it, especially for the women. This is It's only been, what, three of them? You've mm-hmm. been champion almost 15 times. Why in the world do you need a WrestleMania main event opportunity? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, Royal Rumble for me is for that person that fights. Like, you know, I've been, that's why I, I like live is a perfect Royal Rumble winner. Bianca was a perfect Royal Rumble winner. Mm-hmm. You know, like Asuka, like it was time, it, we needed that extra thing. Like, and it was in the midst of her undefeated streak. So it's like, okay, cool. Charlotte is, is, is a safety. It's like, okay, well, like we really didn't want, we'll th- just throw Charlotte in there. And to her credit, even if people don't like it, that's great heat for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It goes for her character. And I think that's what makes Charlotte Flair so great, to be honest, um, is because she has natural heat. Like, she's been fucking champion 800,000 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't help, like, I'm rooting for you? No! <laughs> <laughs> now, now let's talk about last year's Royal Rumble. Okay. I want to start with Bianca Belair being the number three entry. Did you get nervous? I did. Okay. Because like I said earlier, she was the star of 2020. Mm-hmm. So I was like that I I I thought okay, well, she's just going to be like one of 30, you know what I mean? Like one of 30. I mm-hmm. didn't see her winning. I did like I when I I was legit shocked. I I thought they were going to give it to Rhea just because of how they did her for Mania. I was like, okay, they're going to give this to Rhea to kind of like, you know, give her that momentum back. But when she entered at three, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but she lasted. Does she have the, she holds the record, right? Longest in the Royal Rumble? Uh, for the women, maybe even overall. I, or I think Shayna might have beat that. Or I think Shayna has the most eliminations. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I got to check. I know. Like, you look at, all right, Oscar was 25, 25th entrant. Charlotte was the 17th entrant. Um, Becky Lynch, 28th entrant. So, like. You know, and it's ironically, Edge was number one last year and he won, which I think Edge will go down as the most forgettable Royal Rumble winner considering he <laughs> lost. He's the, he's the only multiple Royal, only multiple time Royal Rumble winner that did not successfully win the title at WrestleMania. Mm. So it's just like, come on, bro. But and also, Edge don't need that. Yeah, I didn't care for him winning last Me neither. year. I really didn't. But you know, seeing they wanted to do Edge and Roman, it was like, all right, and they didn't put it. it, it the match was better that took place at Money in the Bank, um, or no, was it Money? No, it was the one about the yeah, Money in the Bank. Yeah. It was better there than what it would have been at WrestleMania, in my opinion, because the story just was like, eh, that's why they had to throw Daniel Bryan in there. Um, but you know, with Bianca coming in at number three, and I'm like, oh man, but you also think like, well, if it's anybody who can do it. She has the cardio, you know. Flair was the first to do it at the number three entry, and you know, just like last year, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that one again. Um, you know, I thought they did a phenomenal job for them to have to do it in the Thunderdome. Uh, 
I just thought that, you know, I was like, wow, this is that amazing. Came to me today, too. I was like, oh my God, is this the first Royal Rumble back with crowds? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Since the Edge's return, because Edge's return was like great in Phoenix, too. I think it was, that yeah, was Phoenix. Was cool. And it was like, you know, it was like one of the more larger places. Um, have you ever been to one? No. Yeah, neither. <laughs> this was and supposed to be the first one. I was supposed over. to be at the first women's one. Okay. But that's another fucking long story. And <laughs> I wanted to go in general because it was in Philly. That's close to New York. So I was like, oh, my God, that would be the perfect thing to do. Then they announced the women's one. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, and can we just talk about that match really quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Sasha Banks was number one. Who else, though? Yeah, the very Who first entry in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so that already kicked it off. Like, yes. Um, and Becky was number two. And who would? And at that time, Becky was like, I was like, oh, Becky. Hmm. And now, you know, four or five years later, to know that they started the first women's Royal Rumble is still yeah. Really yeah, I, I definitely think the women's obviously, it's, you know, it's the difference of 30 years uh, or it's 30 plus years, but the women's Royal Rumble, the history of it will hold up, right? right? The men's Royal Rumble history to me, I would say, like, doesn't really get like if I tell like old, like somebody who's like kind of know the history, but don't. I think the Royal Rumble, I tell them to start with is 92. I don't tell them to start with the first one. Mm, the first or even, one yeah, even the back-to-back Hogan ones. I don't say, oh, you got to watch these. You know, I think I tell them, go back and watch the 92. That, and I then, think, is... I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you where I feel like Royal Rumble got its footing of, like, what it really is going to be. And then mm-hmm. you got, you know, Ric Flair's promo after. So it's yeah. like, it shows you, like, like the vibe of what Royal Rumble is is supposed to be, like... Yeah, because after a while, it would have got stale if they didn't put... Because, you know, the first few, like I said, when Hogan won, he was the champion. So it was right. just like, oh, we're going to have this big battle royal. But then it was like, okay, now we're hey, making it. Me. You get the title. Hey, what's up? And shout out to Chris to be uh, tuning in. Um, you get the Royal Rumble with all the, you know, the biggest prize on the line. You know? And... and Pet peeve of mine, when I go back and watch the 93, I hate seeing the image of Savage hitting the flying elbow drop. Oh. Uh, you watch Power? I do. <laughs> he, like, that was a that was a Zeke moment. Yes. <laughs> like, 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 who, like, who booked this? Like, come on, y'all could have had... I could see if he, you know, like, he really went for the pin, though. I'm like, come on, now. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, like, it makes me, like, uncomfortable. Yes, <laughs> you made that kind of mistake, <laughs> but I love you, don't watch it. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> but I would start, I, I, I agree with you. I would definitely start with 92 mm-hmm. for sure. So, which one is your favorite? Um, besides the 2018 Women's Royal Rumble, can I just say one more thing about that match? Go ahead. For me personally, because 2018 is my favorite year for the women in WWE, for oh, me, okay. it showed that they were taking women's wrestling seriously because Royal Rumble in the context of WWE history is mm-hmm. synonymous. Like it's, it has, it's, it has a legacy. So the fact that you're giving the women one really showed me like, Oh shit. Like they're really taking the women. And then for me, that's 30 women. 
like you know for someone that's craving women on tv and it's like okay well here's an event where you have 30 of them to pop up and you don't know who's showing up and there's ones from the past and there's gonna be ones from now and because this is so brand new we don't have 30 years we don't have duds yet because there hasn't been 40 of them you know what i mean like it's still mm -hmm. so fresh for the women and then this year like oh but my yeah so besides that one sorry no you're um, good I would have to say only for nostalgic purposes. Um, and I can't remember the year right now because I was watching them so so much. Is the one where Vince won? 99. Yeah, only because the nostalgia. Yeah. Like I watch it and I and I am nine years old again watching it. And because I was so young and so into just the story of everything, mm -hmm. like the anticipation of just like you know, and I cared so much about Stone. Like when he got carried off in the stretcher, like I'm really like the whole time watching the rumble, like, okay, but like I was still smart enough to know like he didn't get eliminated though. So, you know, you, like just rationalizing it and then Vince comes back out on commentary and I'm just like, I hate like, <laughs> I hate him. And then him, like just the whole, like my, uh, like it, it was just, it, it was just great to me. So like, you know, the best part for me like I mentioned earlier on the show, my uncle brought the tape. This was also a time where there was no internet. And 99, so I'm in seventh grade. I don't think any of my friends had watched the pay-per-view. So I was able to watch that tape fresh, all the matches, you know, and that was like, okay, going home, you know, going upstairs in my room, I'm, I'm doing my homework, watching it. Oh, oh man, you know, so it was so much fun watching it again. I mean, that's always every year, that's always in my rotation of Royal Rumbles to watch. Nice. Um, you know, tomorrow I'll probably pop in the 96 Rumble. I remember Ooh. we ordered that one, my parents ordered it for us. And, um, funny story, I don't know if you remember like recording with tapes, right? But if you put it on like SP, it was like take up two hours and SLP. And I forgot to put it on SLP. And so it recorded all the way through. And it was like, we get to the Royal Rumble match and Owen Hart's going to come out and then the tape stopped. Oh. So I'm like, wait, what the heck? So I rewinded the tape and then just like record again. So I was like, I don't, I ain't think like go grab another tape. So I ended up recording over a lot of stuff. Um, but that was one, you know, and, you know, I was, Time, you know, really happy Shawn Michaels won because I wasn't sure he was gonna win. Yeah. Uh, but I always like going back and then obviously Brett the Hitman Hart and Undertaker in the main event, which was if I'm not mistaken, to me, that was like the first time I remember seeing the WWE title close the show mm -hmm. rather than the Royal Rumble match. And I'm pretty sure I mean obviously they would do it again, you know, but like I love this time of year because it's like this is the fun time to be a wrestler fan, it's you know. So some Royal Rumbles are super predictable. Um, and some of them are. Uh, do you want to go through the whole card or you just want to go through the women's matches where I get your predictions? Um, we could go through the whole card. Okay. All right. So, you know, um, let's start with the tag team match. The Grit Couple versus the It Couple. Ah, so excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right, she had a I legit pop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? I, love I love the Miz. Mm -hmm. I love Maurice. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love the It Couple, right? Right. Then you got Beth Phoenix coming back. 
Beth and Maurice have history, bad blood. People don't, you know, it was over the Divas title, but they had beef. And then you got Edge. Like, it's like, it's just fun. Like, it, you can't get no better than that. Yeah. To me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, every week it gets better and better and better. The brick, like, Maurice with the brick. Like, oh, my, like, I'm, lo- I'm loving it. I mean, when they're closing the show, you know they're doing something right. When they're closing the show on Raw. Yo, and to the point where I was like, oh, shit, that was the main event. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So um, I I don't like to do predictions per se. Okay. But, um, I mean, I, I, we got Edge and Beth winning that, right? Or The Miz winning by D, in the Marie's winning by DQ or whatever the case. Uh, I'm excited. Got you, got you. So uh, let me ask you this. How excited are you for Lashley and Lesnar? I'm excited. Shockingly. Because um, normally, like, I like Bobby Lashley. But, like, the Mm -hmm. men's, like, you know, like, I'm not like, oh, my God. But, like, I've become, like, a Brock Lesnar fan over the last few months. It's very confusing for me. I'm, like, working it out. (laughs) Uh, And I've become a Bobby Lashley fan because I just root for him because, you know, I think his title reign was fun, like MVP. I root for him, and and that is a dream match. So yeah. I like it, and Brock's been selling more for people. So I'm like, yo, this could low key be a really good match. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think they're gonna tear the house down. I think we will get yeah. maybe less than eight minutes, maybe less than ten, you know. But I think they're gonna yeah. tear the house down. I agree. I mean, Brock is winning, but you think so? Oh, you think Bobby has? I mean, I just assume that they just always like suck Brock. I mean, let me keep it PG. Um, I just never see Brock losing, so I guess that makes I, it exciting because you actually think Bobby can win. That's awesome. I'll say this. I'm gonna say this. Brock, Bobby has to win. Mm. Oh, so I'm gonna have PTSD with Booker T and Triple H. Good point. Because That's I do not point. like the Bobby Who stuff. Now. Bobby said on Mac Mania that um, maybe, you know, Brock is helping him sell T-shirts. He don't realize that. He said he's helping me because I'm going to get those T-shirts made. Nice. But I want him to show Bobby who, you know, and, and, and like he was on Corey Graves podcast talking about he looked into Brock Lesnar's eyes and he could tell a lot by a man. And, you know, he said he see he has no soul. And one of the things he said to um, Evan and him, he said, look, he out here telling knock knock jokes. I'm the biggest fight of his life. So he better take love it. Love so, it. Like I'm hearing all this, and I'm like, you know, Bob, Brock keeps going up. Brock keeps making fun. Bobby, better win. Uh, <laughs> like, no, you're now. You make a great point. I agree with you now. I'll be mad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So the the Universal Championship match, Roman and Rollins. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, okay. I'm into it because I just love both both of them. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun match. I mean, it's Seth Rollins. And mm-hmm. I could look at Roman do anything. So um, I think if anyone does take the title off of Roman, it would be Seth. Oh. See, I don't think the person on whoever should take the title off of Roman, I don't think they're on the main roster yet. I, I think Roman needs to be the guy to hold that title until it's somebody that's never seen him. I love it. Or his cousin. You know, it needs to be like 
he needs to be like caught off guard, you know. Right. Um, but it, it, that's how I feel. Has to be a moment because you can't just be champion for like almost two years and lose it. Like that's why I'm like, who the who are you really about to drop that to? Yeah, like, you know who. Like when Bruno lost to uh, what's the other guy's name? I'm looking right at him, Billy Graham. Like it was a big deal, you know. Right. But I have to say, um, y'all up in New York, y'all maybe like that. So for people who's never been to a wrestler show in New York, I've heard it for years. Like you gotta go. I haven't done MSG yet, but the Barclays Center was great, and. Being in that atmosphere when Rollins came out and you just hear like the way he was bouncing with the music that like I started like I literally was in the airport the next day listening to Seth Rollins music just re putting myself back in the um back in that era you know like back in the arena you know and you know me and Krista B was right there when they brought the guy past uh who, <laughs> God. I was like, whoa, whoa. I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. I said, it's, it's just a habit, you know. She's like, oh no, no, you know. But because you know, I didn't know he was going to like, try to break out or whatever. whatever. That was and crazy. Then we, and then they brought his um, his his Rollins stylist was trying to like go after the other guy, you know. Which I was like, I commend him. Like, hey, you, you right? Can ride That's some you. real. <laughs> yeah, R and S. I respect <laughs> it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um. But I've been enjoying the Seth Rollins. It's always funny because like every time my daughter sees him, we was at the SmackDown when Rollins broke into Edge's house. So that's what she always says. Is that the guy? That's Seth Rollins. He Aww. broke into Edge's house. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Roman Godwin. Um, who you have a dark horse or? For what? The Men's Royal Rumble match. Um, oh, can you hear me? No, I can. The Men's Royal okay. Rumble match. Um, I don't know. I have I don't like to put too much thought into this because oh, I really like to go in like the surprise mm -hmm. factor is really like what I love. Yeah. So we'll now, see. How do you feel about Becky Lynch and Dewdrop's feud, and how do you feel about this match coming up? I am enjoying it because I feel like Dewdrop's been having good matches with people. Mm -hmm. Um, I do. I wish there was more time for it, like to build it. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, okay, well, Dewdrop was beefing with Becky. I mean, Bianca and Liv is beefing with Becky. So we'll put Bianca. Bianca also has beef with Becky. So we'll put them in a triple threat match. And Dewdrop has momentum. And Liv already has a championship match opportunity before. So we're going to give it to Dewdrop because we know Dewdrop and Becky can put are going to put on a good match kind of thing, which is cool. But I wish I was more like emotionally invested in it because I mean, we all know Becky's going to win. You know what I mean? And that's what I hate about like going back to like what I, you know, I'm not liking about Becky and Charlotte It's gotten to a point where it's like, how can I fully root for this match when it's like, we all know Becky's going to win. Mm -hmm. Kind of thing. I'll tell so, you this. I mean, I'll take you back 1993. Bret Hart, Razor Ramon. That's what this reminds me of. Mm. That match was to get us used to seeing Razor Ramon in the main event picture. Exactly. Do you know that's yeah. exactly what I'm up to in Bret Hart's book? 
Oh, wow. Like, literally, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm up to. Because, you know, he, I love reading the time when he's champion for the first time because he's yeah. very, it's very interesting. But literally, mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I'm up to. They were like, because he didn't have any heels at the time. Yeah. Because they all got released because of steroid scandal. So they were, that's why they pushed Razor Ramon to the mm -hmm. moon like that. So that's so funny. But yeah. Yeah, especially when, you know, totally get yeah, with Flair leaving, going back to WCW. You know, because that probably, you figure, all right, R Ramon came around the 92 Survivor Series. And, you know, probably around before that. And he was in a big program with Macho Man and supposed to be Ultimate Warrior, ended up being Mr. Perfect. So then it was like, all right. But you think about it, that probably would have been Ric Flair and Bret Hart at the Royal Rumble just so that Bret Hart could kind of get you know, it been a rematch to get Bret Hart like right. that credible win. So now you got uh, Razor Ramon. So that's what I see Dewdrop in that spot where she's being. We're we're now getting used to seeing her in this picture, and see how she handles it. You know, um, and then you know she'll get her. You know, probably get a shot at. I'm I'm claiming. I'm gonna put this on paper. Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, WrestleMania. That's why I don't need nobody else to get over. Um. And then Bianca, then we'll be satisfied. We, right. we all hate it. We're having a SummerSlam. We'll be fine. You know, we'll probably we'll be fine. But you know. Yeah. We, 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 like a real match. Yeah. So that's what I'm seeing. You know, I, I'm disappointed that, um, you know, we'll get to the women's world room, but I'm disappointed that borrowing some sh miracle, Sasha Banks is not going to be in there because, you know, I told you what I wanted before. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's what it is, and and that's why I'm okay with this. Um, I'm more I'm interested to see how Dewdrop looks in the match, more so, you know. Um, but who knows? I mean, everybody at the, on the ringer, we all pick Becky, so <laughs> it would be the shock of the world right. if uh, if uh, Dewdrop wins. Um, but yeah, now you know, obviously it's time for the the Royal Rumble. I know you say you know you want to go in with you know a clean slate let me ask you this how excited are you to see the impact women's champion mickey james come in this way I'm, I'm i'm probably gonna cry i'm not even gonna front like just the significance of that like mm -hmm. i i can't even like they said it on tv they tweeted that she was Impact Knockouts champion. Like, do you know how fucking amazing that is? Thanks for correcting. I said women's champion. Yeah, knockouts champion. No, it, it's. I just like that's amazing. And I don't. I don't know if it was on Busted Open or what she was on. And she was saying like, oh, if like I'm absolutely gonna try to come out with my knockouts championship, and I will. I will just like fall out and the way that she was treated when she left and now to see her kind of being like the pioneer of this hopefully forbidden door is mm -hmm. like, Oh my, like, Oh my God, we got Mickey <laughs> James. We got the Bella twin. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. Oh my God. Like, how do you feel? I'm curious about mm -hmm. them announcing all these legends. Do you think they should have saved it for the surprise factor? Would have loved to seen uh, the rest of them uh, saved. I okay. like WWE doing the rub for mm -hmm. not uh, Impact Wrestling. 
love that. Because they had a big pay-per-view coming up, and that gives them the opportunity to put some more eyeballs on that product, right? Maybe some more people ordered it because, you know, even if it's, you know, 100,000 more people, that's a win, you know? Yeah. So I love them doing that. I just would have rather the rest of them been a surprise, you know? Yeah. But if yeah. Impact didn't have it, then I would have loved to see. But I, I, I'm more of the, I love sitting there watching the Royal Rumble for the surprise factor to see who comes out. Um, you know, so that's the that's where I'm with that. Yeah, I agree. But we, it's like it's still that like you know, I think it adds more anticipation for me because I'm just gonna like always just be waiting for like hardcore country or like. <laughs> the, the, the twins <laughs> so like every single time and then what's so exciting about it is just like whoever comes out i'm still gonna be hyped so it's just like oh it's gonna be awesome. that's why i want to go to one i want to know what it's like you know that <gasps> to be in the crowd when you hear the countdown it. you know um what's, what's one thing that's interesting about the royal rumble 96 was the first year when they started using theme music you know before that it was always just and people run out you know, wow, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine Royal Rumble without theme music. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's the best yeah. part. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, I'm like, wow, you know, and back then, I mean, obviously, you know, we just like it was normal to us. I remember yeah. I remember watching when night happened that year watching it live because like i said we ordered that one and i was like oh wow because we ordered the 94 that was the first one my parents ordered and that royal rumble was just like i was like i went on a like emotion i was mad because bret hart and owen didn't win the tag titles that owen wanted to act like a you know what so i was mad about that then undertaker <laughs> couldn't beat yokozuna so i was mad about that but then bret hart and lex luger won so i was like you know happy you know but it's like they didn't play music. They just came out there. And then here we go. It's like, oh, so now music is a thing. So I think that was, you know, I was glad that they added that. I was like, that's one of the questions. I'd be like, what made y'all do that? Yeah, because that that's definitely a game changer for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you uh, to not uh, make a prediction. Uh... <laughs> if I was betting money, though, I would say... Um... Live or Alexa Bliss. Ooh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I can see them because they just fucking love her. WWE. You know what I, I mean? <laughs> I like Alexa Bliss. I think that she has shown range. Um, you know. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's shown Super range. Talented. And you know, she doesn't try to go beyond her limits. You know, she's not gonna go out there and try to like try to say I'll wrestle Sasha, right? But she'll, you know, it feels like she'll, she'll like take, she'll keep up and she'll let Sasha lead her. And you know, that's where we see, you know, obviously we give Sasha Banks her flowers. Matter of fact, is it today or was yesterday her birthday? I think it's today, yeah. Um, but yeah, we give her flowers because she's a ring general, and you know, you start to see that. And I would have, I would love to see, and I hope they put some of the women from nxt because i'm really excited for the women down there i know like with nxt 2.0 a lot of people don't like it one of the things for me that's been hard is that they've been like throwing we're getting thrown so much at once right yeah. where the first nxt 
was like a gradual change from FCW. And then we saw like Natalia and Jinder Mahal go down there. Then it seems like we got like so much, like we took out a bunch of people and we've added more, you know, but now, um, you know, I'm starting to, I'm really starting to enjoy it. And I would have loved to seen like some of the women from there come up, but you know, hopefully next year, maybe we will see. Yeah. yeah. There's still some spots that we don't know of yet. Mm-hmm. Any chances you think we might see some people who was like recent re- recently released that's yeah. not on like any promotion? Any chance yeah. you think we might see them there? I was actually thinking about that. I think this would be a good chance for them to bring people back because then you don't got to explain nothing. It's just like, okay, they're back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking Nia Jax. Because, mm. um, like, what's Royal Rumble without her? Yeah. We didn't even talk about her. She entered the yeah. Men's thought, Royal oh, Rumble me, and that shit was lit. Yeah. <laughs> and she I, took the RKO. Yeah, she took the RKO. She took a 619. She took a um she took another finisher, I think. And she did her thing. Nia Jax is special, man. She really um, is. I I I've missed her. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people like to troll and say, Oh, she's rough and this, that, and the other. First of all, we're not in the ring with her. Right. We, you know, um, and, and don't like yeah what happens with total divas but you know when you look at like what she's done especially that promo leading into wrestle i mean the story where her and alexa bliss leading into wrestlemania 34 you know i thought it was phenomenal and it was like something that really helped because you have people out there who she yeah. could relate to who could relate to her and i thought that that's was important you know um, right. I think she's one of those people that we take for granted mm-hmm. because she was featured a lot and like people love to troll that. Yeah. And it's like, wait, I kind of miss her because she's one of those people too. Like, whatever she she was funny with Shayna Baszler when she had to be the baby face with Alexa Bliss, she was. She made the man. <laughs> Talk like, about it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, Nia Jax was very influential. And I hope it's not going to be one of those things where. You know, if WWE's not in favor of you, they kind of re they write you out of the narrative. And I really hope that's not the case because Nia Jax has been dominating, you know, since she got to the you know main roster. So I, I think she could see come her back. As a Hall of Famer. Oh, hundred percent. I hope she comes back. I always seen her as a lifer. I would like that still shocks me that she was fired. Yeah. But You've been anyway. to one Hall of Fame, right? Uh yes. Okay. I went to the one with when a DX got inducted. A lot that now, was a great lineup. Y- yeah, <laughs> it was. That was, that was the we, so I, funny story. I went out and got a grill that day, right? And well, my wife had got it, so I was like, I didn't put it together. And I'm thinking I was just gonna hurry up get it done. I'm not a handyman by any means. Should have called my dad. But it was like getting into. Like, it's almost time. And I was thinking, I was going to put the girl together, cook some food. Nope. Had to go get pizza. So I'm literally watching until like, no, so like, this may be or may not be popular to say, but I'm a huge Bruce Beefcake fan. So like, I was like, all right, you know, by, by that time he came in, I was, you know, downstairs. But, you know, one of the things like I wanted to ask you, like, because like, you know, obviously I watched this show um, on y'all youtube channel but what was it like for you for me i would say this let me start tee it up so for me it was like all those stupid assemblies that i had to go to in school and all those stupid presentations 
that I ain't care nothing about. Now, when I went to the Hall of Fame in WrestleMania 28, it was like, finally, I'm going to hit something that's like, where you're watching a bunch of people talk <laughs> that one day. I care about. That I care about. What was your uh, thoughts on your first Hall of Fame? Um, the speeches are much longer than <laughs> they ed- like edited down to sometimes. I realized that. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it because I wasn't supposed to go. Um, one of my really good friends randomly was like, you want to go to Hall of Fame? I was mm-hmm. like, sure. I was a volunteer in that access and I was on my way home and I, the, I had to go into Brooklyn anyway. I had to pass the Barclays Center to go home. So I was like, sure. Why not? So that was for me. I was just like, I'm shit i wasn't even supposed to be here so this is amazing but yeah. um it was great and then i think it was one of the first times they did it in the ring yep um so that was that was unique that it was completely different from like what i expected and then they honored hearing them speak so highly of china mm-hmm. um i was like in tears because that was one of the first times that they, i was like y'all are acknowledging her and then hearing mm-hmm. everyone including triple h uh, and where we were sitting, like I could see Stephanie McMahon, and like I for some reason just had my eyes on her the whole time for some reason. But who, who was her face like? <laughs> right, exactly. But you know, she's all smiles. You know, she's mm-hmm. corporate. Um, well, she yeah, won. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> and I think like she had like one of her daughters with her too. So um, it was a really great because of the lineup. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I don't want to go to every single Hall of Fame. But, okay. you know, you had um, DX, you had Harlem Heat, um, DDP, Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation. <laughs> so for the lineup was great. So it was great. Yeah, I um, it's the event that, like, I sit and watch, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to, like, right, like, get some food, you know, like, mm-hmm. how you were planning. Like, that's what I, how I like to watch Hall of Fame usually. Yeah, so, yeah, I was wondering. You know your thoughts on that. You know, just to you know, be because like yeah, obviously don't talk about going to hall like that experience of going to Hall of Fame. I'm glad you asked me that. Yeah, I, you know, shout out to Corey and Doctor D and Glenn because like so like before my first WrestleMania, WrestleMania 28, they like they had been to a few before, so they like prepped me. It's like yeah, man, you know, you, you get all dressed up with your suit and this, this, that, and the other, and it was like oh okay. I was like man, so I was excited and. My um first one I went to that's when uh the horse four horsemen got Ooh, inducted uh nice. Mike Tyson and you know just hearing Mike Tyson tell the stories that's of him as a wrestling awesome. fan, oh my God. you know and it was yeah. fun then seeing the Usos when they was um inducting Yokozuna and like they was like in tears and we as wrestling fans we a lot of times because we don't you know we know from what we read but we don't realize the impact and they talked about when they first turned on the TV and they was like. Unk is Japanese, huh? You know, <laughs> and, and, and look, four, five, six year old me believed it. You know, they obviously wouldn't be able to get away with that now. But you know, so that was the thing. Just um, you know, being there. Now, when I went to, to the one in Orlando, it was harder to hear because the uh, Amway Center speakers mm-hmm. were terrible. So I was like, I can't wait to get home and watch because I couldn't yeah. really hear DDP. Now, thank God, by the time Kurt Angle got inducted, I could hear it. Nice. And then when he did, like, I'm home, and I was just like, yes, you're back where you belong. Love it. I have, like, this soft spot when mm-hmm. um, when wrestlers say that, like, when I forgot one of the times The Rock came back, mm-hmm. and he was like, <laughs> finally, The Rock has come home and i was like 
Because this is The Rock's home. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like, when your favorite wrestler comes back, like, this is your home, and we missed you, and we're mm-hmm. glad that you're back. <laughs> it's always funny when you talk to, like, young wrestling fans. I mean, young Get people. Show. And they don't realize that The Rock was a wrestler. Like, he was a wrestler? Was he good? Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm re-watching some. I just watched the Mick Foley and the uh, I Quit match. I yeah, forgot me- which year that was. I was like, 99. Whoa. Yeah. Them, that them must be my shots. favorite one. Yeah. Them chair shots. Talking about stuff you can't do now, man. And he was, they was not holding back. Like, Rock was laying them in. <laughs> Like, it's it's hard to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get get out of here. Any final thoughts on Royal Rumble? Um, I'm just really, really excited, and my I hope one day my dream of actually going to one comes true. Oh, it's going to happen. It'll happen. Like, let's claim it for 2023. Ooh. Um, you um, uh, will you be live tweeting? Uh, you know, I know usually y'all do who's watching Raw with us. Will you be will be you on the feed? Will be Chris to be on the feed for Royal Rumble? So we might go to Legends. Shout out to John okay. here. So it's really hard for us to live tweet while we're at Legends. Um and for me during Royal Rumble, I'm so into I'm like a kid in front of the TV. Like I I'm all in. So we probably won't be live tweeting as much. Mm-hmm. But um I'll be partying getting drunk, oh. yelling. I'm not going to have a voice. Every It's like every Monday or now will be Sunday after Royal Rumble, I don't have a voice. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm literally just screaming. Yeah. Oh, no, I get it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Um, y'all, make sure y'all stay tuned right here on the Wrestling Realm. Uh, this week, the real Dwayne Allen and I will be having our Royal Rumble preview show on the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. Um, make sure y'all, um, obviously it's on the screen, but let them know everywhere they can follow you. Um, you can follow me personally, um, on Twitter, Instagram at queen three underscores PR, but please follow those wrestling girls. If you don't already subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we just, we have episodes every other Monday. Um, and I just came up with the idea of doing a watch along tomorrow on our Twitch for the first Women's Royal Rumble. So um, stay tuned for that as well. Brian, I'm going to definitely see what you're doing tomorrow. But anyway, what time? make sure you check us up. Oh, we'll chat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely follow us everywhere. Um, new episode drops Monday. All right. Appreciate you coming on. You know, this ain't your first time. So, you know, sure won't be your last. Yay. All right, everybody, take care. Thanks for joining us. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.